Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Pastor J.D. admits that his recent prophecy updates have felt a little doom and gloom. But as the world nears the Great Tribulation, deception, confusion, and coercion will reign. There will be a lack of peace, and people won't know what to believe. Christians must remain planted firmly in the Word of God. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared. On July 4th, 2021. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, who lives in Samaria. There he is in the vineyard of Naboth, where he has gone down to take possession of it. You shall speak to him, saying, Thus says the Lord, Have you murdered and also taken possession? And you shall speak to him, saying, Thus says the Lord, In the place where dogs licked the blood of Naboth, dogs shall lick your blood, even yours. Chapter 22, beginning in verse 37. So the king died, and was brought to Samaria. And they buried the king in Samaria. Then someone washed the chariot at a pool in Samaria, and the dogs licked up his blood, while the harlots bathed, according to the word of the Lord which he had spoken. Wow. So as it turns out, Micaiah and Elijah were right, according to God's Word in speaking that which was unpopular, and daring to have the audacity to go against all the experts who were saying the exact opposite. Well, doubtless you already know where I'm going with this, so I'll just get right to the point and say it. The Lord has declared disaster. Please know that I in no way wish to posture myself as rising to the level of a prophet Micaiah or Elijah, but what's happening in the world today will end in unspeakable disaster. Everything is heading in the same direction, and that direction is God's prophesied disastrous end. And one need look no further than to the swiftness with which unprecedented global events are concurrently converging prophetically. 
everything from events in the Middle East to right here in the United States on this Independence Day, and everything in between. I'll start with this report on Tuesday, June 22nd, from the Begin Sadat Center for Strategic Studies about Iran, Russia, and Turkey being what they dub a Eurasianist model of foreign relations. Here's their executive summary. Iran, Turkey, and Russia are building a new model of bilateral ties, unshackled by formal alliances. The trio is showing, listen to this, it can work together to limit Western influence. You know who that's talking about, right? America. This mixture of correlating and contradictory interests, which characterizes the new Eurasianist model of bilateral relations, is a product of the changing global order. Perfect. Why do you say that? Oh, because (laughs) there's a prophet by the name of Ezekiel over 2,500 years ago that said that they would do this. They're doing exactly this. This is exactly what God said would happen at the time of the end. In Ezekiel 38, that there would be this alliance of nations with Russia, Iran, and Turkey at the helm that would invade Israel from the north in, of all places, Syria, Damascus specifically. This movement afoot to limit Western influence slash the United States of America, it comports with Ezekiel's prophecy by virtue of America's conspicuous absence as it relates to any nation coming to the defense of Israel. In fact, it's very explicit in Ezekiel 38. No nation. Well then how does Israel survive against all odds when this alliance of nations, these superpowers, Russia, Iran, Turkey, et al., all invade Israel, small little itsy bitsy Israel, and nobody comes to their defense. That's by God's design. And God says, I'm going to do it this way, so that they will know that I am the Lord your God. I realize I run the risk of not seeming very patriotic on this 4th of July as America celebrates Independence Day as a country, but I have to speak the unpopular truth nonetheless. Here's the truth. The United States has been, and even now is, heading full speed ahead to said disastrous end. You know, on Friday we celebrated Pastor Mac's retirement ceremony here at the church. However, the Marine Corps band declined to attend 
citing the passing of the American flag as too political. So Mac was given the choice of either having the band or the flag ceremony. (laughs) For the benefit of those of you who are not in attendance, that flag ceremony was amazing. This brings me to the breaking news last week from Forward News about Israel's new Prime Minister, Naftali Bennett, quote, staking Israel's claim to the Temple Mount. Here's a couple of quotes. Right-wing leader Naftali Bennett reportedly told American Jewish leaders Monday that Israel wants more control over the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, a holy site that has long been a contentious point with the Muslim world. Unfortunately, the Temple Mount today doesn't allow for the full exercise of freedom of religion, and there is discrimination against Jews there, he said. The old city site is now run by a Muslim organization called the Wa'if, Israel sees the Temple Mount and the rest of East Jerusalem during the 1967 war and has since annexed it. Bennett rejects any compromise with the Palestinians on Jerusalem and says the holy city's problems would be solved by gradually increasing the exercise of law in all of Jerusalem. He goes on to say, and I quote, America is our friend, our biggest friend, but we can agree not to agree. Did you catch that? The common denominator with these reports is that they both point to the Antichrist's revelation and subsequently the commencement of the seven-year tribulation. This is what I mean by concurrently converging prophetically. Everything precisely, even simultaneously, is coming together with precision accuracy. Precision, 100% accuracy, exactly as God said it would. And further confirmation of this is what I will, at least for now, simply refer to as the current global crisis which I would like to expound on for the remainder of our time together today. If you'll kindly allow me to, I'd like to share with you why it is that the proverbial handwriting is on the wall concerning the disaster that's coming. It's really just a matter of time before many of those left behind after the rapture will be coerced and ultimately forced to take the mark and worship the beast during the seven-year tribulation. What follows are several articles and reports that 
not only speak to the disaster that's coming, but also that which seems to already be here. I'll start with this CBS Boston YouTube video. It's from June 11th, titled, Unvaccinated Students at Exeter, New Hampshire Prom Marked for Contact Tracing. Here's a couple of quotes from the video. And by the way, the links are online too as well. Some parents in New Hampshire are upset about how their unvaxxed kids were treated at the prom. Students who haven't had the shots were marked on their hands with a sharpie. The school says it was for contact tracing. Students who were not fully vaccinated were unable to show a vaccine card had, listen to this, quoting, a number, number, written on their hand. Every few songs, the students were asked to raise their hands so it can be determined who they were dancing around. Seems that it's not just who you're dancing around, according to KHON2 News here in Hawaii, it's also who you're worshiping around. Don't look at the person next to you right now. (laughs) The news report is titled, Hawaii's Latest COVID-19 Cluster Tied to Faith-Based Gatherings. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry at all. The Hawaii State Department of Health released its latest COVID-19 cluster report on Thursday, June 24th, with the latest group of cases, cases, not infections, not illnesses, cases, tied to you, faith-based gatherings. Okay, Lord, I'm sorry, I'll try to. Currently, DOH is investigating a different cluster of 11 cases associated with a place of worship on Kauai. Earlier this month, two unrelated visitors from the mainland tested positive for coronavirus. Both of them attended services on the same day and at the same location with overlapping service times. DOH reports that nine more cases have been identified among people who attended these services. Hawaii health officials continue to encourage everyone to get vaccinated to slow the spread of the virus. Wearing masks indoors is highly recommended, especially for those unvaccinated to keep staff and congregations safe during services and events. CDC recommends the following. Number one, correctly and consistently wear a mask indoors. Number two, maintain a six feet distance between non-household members. Number three, Avoid indoor spaces with poor ventilation. Number four, (laughs) don't congregate 
in common areas. Number five, don't attend services or events when sick. And number six, of course, get vaccinated for COVID-19. Back on February 19th, Hawaii News Now published an article pointing the finger of blame for Oahu's COVID cases on large social gatherings. Quote, the State Health Department's newest cluster report, cluster report, says a social gathering on Oahu is to blame for at least 15 COVID-19 cases, cases. That's for us here in Hawaii. But for our Pacific neighbors in the Philippines, according to Reuters, did you hear about this? Their president is threatening them with jail if they refuse to be vaccinated. You choose vaccine or I will have you jailed, he said in a televised address following reports of, get this, low turnout at several vaccination sites in the capital, Manila. Oh, having problems, huh? Getting people to get the jab? There was one report, I didn't include it today in the interest of time, but in Israel, on Friday, July 9th, coming up, the expiration date on their current supply of vaccines will expire. So they're trying to figure out what they're going to do to get as many people in Israel to take the vaccine before the expiration date. In fact, they're even, I just saw it this morning on I-24 News, they're actually talking about maybe giving it to another country and ordering a new supply with a later expiration. Well, that's very nice of you to offer to do that. The point is this. It's called supply-demand. No demand, plenty supply. (laughs) And it works both ways. High demand, low supply. He goes on to say, quoting the president, but for as long as you are here, and this is interesting, and you are a human being, okay, and can carry the virus. Get vaccinated. Close quote. Well, as you might imagine, with the finger of blame pointed at religious gatherings in particular, and hands even being marked to identify who's been vaxxed or not, the coercing and forcing to get the jab is revving up, as evidenced by this MedPage Today article on June 22nd titled, Target Evangelicals to Boost COVID Vaccine Confidence, says Advocate. Here's a quote. Increasing resources and national efforts to target white evangelicals. 
the most COVID-19 vaccine hesitant group in the country could help end the pandemic sooner. A vaccine advocate said during a hearing of the Senate Health, Education, Labor and Pensions, HELP, that's ironic, is the acronym, committee, lest one think that evangelicals won't be blamed for refusing the vaccine, so-called. Let me hasten to point out this interview from NPR on Wednesday that an online member sent me in which they also lay the blame of this new so-called Delta variant. Have you heard about this? Well, they're laying the blame of this new variant at the doorstep of evangelicals. The article is titled, A Pandemic of Unvaccinated People as Delta Variant Spreads Rapidly. Here's a quote from the host and guest in the interview. Barbara Furrer, currently this is a pandemic of unvaccinated people who are at increasing risk for unknowingly incubating Delta variant and other variants of concern. Amanda Hedgepeth. Patients that are less likely to get the vaccine tend to live in more rural areas, tend to live in more red areas or red states, those without a college education, and those who are evangelical. You'll forgive me. Here's the problem. Boosting confidence in the evangelical vaccine refuseniks. The problem is that people are getting very sick. Or worse yet, they're dying after getting the job. On Monday, June 21st, Colorado Herald reported that thousands of flights had to be canceled. Thousands of flights. Why? Oh, because vaccinated pilots were falling ill or dying. There's no pilots. What happened to them? Oh, they got the jab. Are they okay? No. They're sick or dead. How about that? What are we going to do about the flight? We have to cancel it. Thousands of them. This paragraph explains why. I know some of you will really understand this. Pilots have an increased risk of blood clots. COVID-19 vaccine recipients have an increased risk of blood clots. Reuters and fact checkers cannot hide the fact that an increased risk on top of an increased risk is potentially a disaster. Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. 
All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.